unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everybody, it's Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, your place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a fan favorite, something you guys have been writing in for and asking me to talk about, and that subject is procrastination. What is procrastination? It's that shit we put off tomorrow and thinking that we're going to actually do it tomorrow, right? We just keep putting it off and putting it off, and eventually one day, it usually comes back to bite us in the ass. Now I'm famous for procrastinating. Um, I could tell you stories and I will tell you a couple of stories about my procrastination, but more importantly, we're going to talk about why we procrastinate and then I'm going to give you some suggestions on what you can do starting today to implement so you don't procrastinate anymore. And it was funny because when I was going through and doing my research, I saw this quote. It was actually really cool. Procrastination is like a credit card. It's fun until you get the bill. And I think you can all agree with me on that because we tend to put things off and we think, oh, maybe tomorrow it'll be easier. Uh, maybe tomorrow I'll be in a better mood. Maybe tomorrow it'll be just, I'll feel differently or stuff like that. But the God's honest truth is we never do. And some of the reasons why we actually procrastinate, a case in point for me, I'm a perfectionist. So I know that if it's not gonna be absolutely 100% right or if I'm not gonna be able to do it to the best of my ability, I tend to put those things off thinking I'm gonna feel better tomorrow. And sometimes I do, and sometimes I have to actually get myself worked up to do something. But in some situations, it's just that we're perfectionists and we need to stop doing that. And I'm gonna to talk to you about some ways we can do that. Another thing about perfectionism is that we sometimes don't know where to start, right? We just think and we look at the whole situation and we just get overwhelmed and it's just like, I don't even know where to start. So we're going to be talking about situations like that. But also it has to do with a lot of uncertainty. We have this fear of judgment. We have this fear of maybe our expectation of what is going to be the outcome isn't going to match. So we just put it off thinking like, okay, I really want it to be awesome, but I have a feeling it's going to be shitty. So I'll put it off until tomorrow. And then we go to our short-term gratifications, which you guys have heard me talk about quite a bit on the show already. You know, and also we look at it as in terms of maybe it's not going to be fun or it's boring. Maybe we just don't want to deal with it at the time. But there's another aspect also in that fear-based component of it, of the uncertainty and not knowing how it's going to end. And oftentimes we actually avoid things because we're afraid of the fear of success. And that's happened to me quite a few times also because we jeopardize ourselves or we self-sabotage ourselves by not doing the thing that we know we're supposed to be doing to get that result that we want. But I think subconsciously we go into this uh, self-sabotage thing and we could say, oh, I'm going to wait until I and do it tomorrow. Maybe it's having a tough conversation with a coworker. Maybe it's a tough conversation with a loved one. Maybe it's actually making a decision to go do something, maybe change careers or something like that. Maybe write your resume. Oh, if I write my resume, then I'm going to have to put it out there. And if I put it out there and I might quit my job or I might have to go to a new job. You see what I'm saying? So we have that fear of success and it's subconscious. So the important thing really is to identify these emotions and not go off emotions necessarily to make your decisions, but go off your intellect. And what I look at it is like, I've, I've talked about this before in one of the previous episodes, we talked about legacy and I talked about creating your eulogy. And I know a lot of you 
have procrastinated on doing your eulogy because it doesn't feel comfortable. It feels awkward. It's like, how am I supposed to predict the end of my life? I don't want to think about dying. I want to think about right now. But if you don't have a roadmap to where you want to end up, then how can you necessarily make decisions today that are going to be in your best interest for you? And I have a couple of questions that you can ask yourself that's going to help when I get into some suggestions of what you can do to stop procrastinating or at least make a dent in your procrastination. Because it all comes down to it. You, you think about your legacy, you get leverage, right? And then you get discipline and you make a choice and you make a decision and you take action. And what happens? That endorphin release. It's like, oh, I've been meaning to do that. And you finally did it and you feel fucking good. So then you go out and you want to do more. I don't know if you've had those experiences, but I surely have where I've sit there and I look at my task list and I just like, oh my God, that's been on there forever. But I just go do it. And then you just feel this endorphin rush and it just keeps building on itself. It creates new habits. It creates new neural pathways. It creates more confidence. It creates that unstoppable fucking confidence that just says, I'm going to go out there and do all these things and get them the hell out of my way. What's interesting is a lot of it is for our own good. Like you might be procrastinating on doing meal prep for the rest of the week because it's like, oh my God, I got to cook, I got to clean, I got to chop onions, I got to do this. I don't want to do it, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Or maybe tomorrow I'll go to Subway and then I'll deal with it on Tuesday. And then Tuesday comes and you don't do it. And then you feel like shit and you don't feel like doing it and you just want to do the short-term gratifications. See what I'm saying? It could either be vicious cycles or it could be positive cycles. And that's up to how you decide in that moment to take action on those particular decisions. You know, a lot of things, a lot of emotions come into this, like with guilt. You know, we feel guilty if we don't do something. We feel guilty if we're supposed to be doing something that we're not. And the best way to overcome that is to just do it. That comes from, in our brains, the negative self-talk. I mean, when you really think about it, I think I talked about it on the last episode, where you think about, would you let your daughter, your son, or your best friend, your mom, talk to themselves the way you talk to yourself, right? So we got to change that inner dialogue. We have to change that inner chatter and essentially really change our perceptions and our perspectives about what it is that we're actually being faced with. Now, true story, with this podcast, I've, I mentioned it probably in the first episode, maybe the second episode, I procrastinated for so long doing this podcast because of, like I said before, fear of perfectionism. I wanted it to be really good. I had a radio show for two and a half years and it was good. And I just knew when I came back out with this, I wanted it to be special. I wanted to be better on my game. And like I told you guys before, I'm not at my best right now and I'm taking you on that journey. So you see that. But my point is I had high expectations. And so I was testing camera angles. I was trying audio cards. I was trying all sorts of stuff, but I was delaying. I was saying I was quote unquote busy. But what I was doing is I was just shuffling paperwork around and not really doing what I needed to be doing because I had this uncertainty of how it was going to turn out, how you guys would perceive it, how it would be viewed upon by my friends, you know, and just looking at all the other podcasters out there and, and wanting to be the best. I was just like, oh my God, they have multi-camera angles and they have this and they have that. So I just started shooting myself in the foot when actually I could have started this back in August of last year instead of earlier this year, I think in January before my back surgery. So I procrastinated and I tell you what, I look back at it now and I'm pissed because I could already be like on 20 shows in or something like that, but it is what it is. And finally, I just decided to take action and I'm glad that I did because it's just a process. It's a journey. We have to start somewhere. And I know that maybe by episode 15, I'll be more in a groove. I'll be feeling more confident. I'll have my memory better, you know, things of that nature. When I think about procrastinating, I think about questions like, okay, looking at a situation like what's the worst case scenario? 
if we have uncertainty, if we just ask ourselves, what's the worst case scenario? And then we plan for it. That can take a lot of the anxiety out of the situation. It's like, okay, well, if I get started working on this and I don't have enough time to finish it, then maybe what I'll do is I'll just work in smaller chunks, which is going to be one of my recommendations. So just really ask yourself, what's the worst case scenario and how can I then plan for it? Maybe I want to have, I've been procrastinating on having a discussion with my son, right? Not my son. And you just think, okay, the worst case scenario is he's going to blow up and he's going to get mad. And then what you could do is you can actually premeditate in your brain that conversation with him. You can actually kind of see yourself confident and going through with it and having a result. But if it goes bad, you can also see yourself remaining calm and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe now's not a good time. Let me come back to you later on when it is a good time. So just think about that worst case scenario and then go for it. But more importantly, ask yourself, what's the positive part of this, right? We always look at the negative. We always look at what might happen, what all that other shit, but what's possibility? You know, oh, I'm going to do it and it's not that big of a deal. I procrastinated on stuff that I thought was going to take me two hours. It would take me five minutes and it's like, what the fuck? Perfect case in point. I had a light switch that was crackling and I had to kind of just jimmy it and push it in a certain way to make the lights go on. And I just, I'm like, I got to change this. So I went to Home Depot one day and I finally bought the switch. It was like a buck, you know, it was really super cheap. But here I was still jiggling with that switch because I didn't want to deal with going and turning the breaker off. I didn't want to deal with making sure I don't electrocute myself and everything. So I put up with this for so fucking long that I finally one day was just like, Chris, just go do it right now. Just go do it right now. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're not going to be able to turn the fucking light on, okay? You can go to Google and you can YouTube it and you can figure out how to put this light switch back in. It's not a big deal. Why are you just being lazy? Why are you not doing it? And the truth was, it took me literally less than five minutes and the switch worked great. And every time I flipped it, I'm like, God, why didn't I do that sooner? So we build these things up in our mind, but ask yourself, what's the positive that can come out of that? What are you going to learn from it? Now, as far as suggestions go along that lines, one of the biggest helps for me, because we don't feel like doing something. I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like washing my car. I don't feel like making dinner. I don't feel like cleaning the house. I don't feel like doing my groceries. I don't feel like doing my laundry. The list goes on and on. Now, Mel Robbins, not related to Tony Robbins, she came up with this five-second rule. You have to Google it on YouTube. It's amazing. Five, four, three, two, one, action. Five, four, three, two, one, action, right? And you just do it. I don't feel like going to the gym. Five, four, three, two, one, put your shoes on, get in the car and go. Now, I've proven that if you just at least show up to the gym, I'll continue with this analogy. If you just show up to the gym and just say, I'm going to work out for 10 minutes, just by getting to the gym and getting to the gym and working out, you're going to be working out for longer. You're not going to just work out for 10 minutes. So half the battle is just doing that five, four, three, two, one, go clean the cat box. Five, four, three, two, one, go get the mail. Five, four, three, two, one, go talk to um, your neighbor, whatever it might be. And just do it because once you do it and you get better at that and that becomes a habit, it becomes a no brainer. And I've been using this for now over a year in a lot of things. I still procrastinate. I'm not perfect. But I am way better than I was because I just do five, four, three, two, one. Just do it, Chris. What the fuck are you waiting for? Just get out of your own way. Another valuable piece of information for you guys is like in all those situations I just said before, don't think of it as I have to go do my laundry. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to um, go have this conversation. Look at it as I get to have this opportunity. I was coaching somebody last year about uh, actually working out. And I said, you get to go to the gym. You have two legs, two arms, two eyes, a mouth. You get to go to the gym. You have a car. You have a gym membership. It's pretty fucking cool. And if you look at your legacy and what you want to end up in, 
as far as your health, you want to end up healthy, right? So the decisions you make today and going to the gym and eating better are going to fulfill that legacy. Hopefully, you know, there's no guarantees. So I told him, I said, you get to go to the gym. And that, that little piece of information alone was worth all the coaching money he spent. He said, he was like, no, this is fucking amazing. He goes, I never thought about it that way. And in perfect case in point, I have a pool and I was sitting there complaining. I'm like, oh, I got to go clean the pool. I got to go clean the pool. I got to go clean the pool. What kind of, uh, first of all, negative self-talk, right? But then I went, shut the fuck up, Chris. You have a pool. You have a pool. What are you complaining about? That's ridiculous how stupid it is. So when you look at things from a perspective of gratitude, it shifts. Wow, I get to do laundry. I have a laundry. I have a washing machine in my house. Fuck, how cool is that, right? I get to go do laundry. I'm not in a third world country washing my clothes in dirty water. I get to. I have nice clothes. I get to go do that. So change your perspective and change your your attitude about those things and, and start to look forward to those and be thankful and grateful that you get to do them and you get to do them with your body parts that you have. If you got into an accident tomorrow and became paralyzed, would all the little things that you've been putting off seem really that significant? Of course not. They wouldn't. And a question, like I told you before, I was going to share with you is super important. If you've been procrastinating on something or if you're not making the right decisions in general, what I'm about to share with you is a game changer. Now, when you're looking at something like, oh, I'm going to go watch a movie instead of doing my laundry, just ask yourself, will I be happy with this decision tomorrow? Will I be happy with this decision tomorrow? Will I be happy when I go to my closet and try to pull something out that I really want to wear and remember that it's in the dirty clothes pile? Will I be happy with this decision tomorrow? And be fucking honest with yourself and just commit to it and say, no, I'm not going to be happy tomorrow because I'm going to be like, the laundry is only going to take me 10 minutes to put in the laundry and turn it on. Then I can go watch a movie and set the timer. Voila, it's all done. Another important suggestion for you to do is to create leverage. I'm pretty good at doing things under pressure. So last minute kind of Lucy kind of things. So what I have to do when I want to get something done is I have to create proactive pressure. I have to create a proactive deadline for myself so that I take action. And I sit there and say, okay, what is the pain that's going to be associated with not doing this until the last minute? And I at least give myself a little bit of extra time to get those things done. So create that leverage, create that pain. If it's not congruent with your legacy and your eulogy that I shared before, you have to take action. You're the only one that's responsible for your decisions and your actions. So be a big boy or a big girl and take responsibility for those. Another suggestion I have for you is focus on the outcome and not the process. Just focus on the outcome and not the process. Like thinking about, again, laundry. It's like, oh, I got to sort my clothes. I got to put them in the hamper thing. I got to carry them to the the washer. I got to get the soap. Just think about, okay, I'm going to have clean clothes. I want clean clothes. I want them ironed. They're going to be great. And that's the way I'm going to do it. So focus on the outcome and not necessarily a process because the process itself is like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. It's so boring. Uh, I got to do that, whatever. Just go ahead and do it and focus on the outcome. Another one is more of a time management tip, which I'm probably going to talk about in the next podcast because it kind of dovetails on this. If you have something that you need to do, put it on your calendar. Now, if you're like me, I take my calendar very seriously. So if I have a doctor's appointment, if I'm going to meet my wife for lunch or I'm going to meet a friend or I'm going to go to concert, I put it on my calendar and guess what? I keep the appointment. So put it on there, but here's the kicker. Put it in maybe for just 15 minute chunks. Here's another suggestion. Put it in there and just say, okay, for 15 minutes, I'm going to write a blog or for 15 minutes, I'm going to go iron my laundry or for 15 minutes, I'm going to go clean part of the house and just do that, but put it on your calendar. That way you can kind of see it spaced out. And here's even a better suggestion. Give yourself a reward at the end of that and just say, okay, I'm going to go focus on this, but my reward is I get to go do this. So 
you're using a little bit of reward system in this so that you don't procrastinate. Other suggestions I have for our, on this situation is, do I even need to do it anyway? I have, a, no shit, I have a task list that probably has about 65 things on it, just a general task list of stuff, but it's like, do I really need to do it if I've had it sitting on that list for two weeks, two years? No, just cross it off, get rid of it. There's a relief in getting rid of those things. That way you don't even have to think about it anymore. It's not clogging your brain. But another thing I've been doing lately is delegating it. So for example, I used to do my own yard work and I'd be like, oh, I gotta go do the yard work. Well, instead of doing that, I realized that I could be doing this instead of yard work, so I pay somebody to do it, so I delegated it. I've had a pool controller on my pool that doesn't work, and I'm like too cheap to sit there and say, I'm gonna pay somebody 500 bucks to go replace it, so I keep thinking, one day I'm gonna go out there and grab the manual and I'm going to replace it or fix it, and the truth is I'm not. So I just need to bite the bullet, spend the money, get the guy to do it, and then I'm out the pool controller in my house all fixed up and ready to go, and I can hit sauna, and it'll go uh, turn on the spa. How about that? So why am I procrastinating? Because I'm being cheap. I'm being stupid. I should just fucking call somebody, pay for it, have it done, and then it's out of my hair, and then I get to actually enjoy it. There's so many different things you can do. The biggest factor is that you just have to take responsibility for yourself. You have to see what the value is of getting that thing done so that you create that inertia, you create that momentum, you create that unstoppable confidence that says, I'm not going to let these things drag me down. I'm not going to let the emotions of the fact that it might be uncertain, it might be uncomfortable, it might be out of my skill set, it may not turn out like I want it to. Everything happens for a reason. Every single thing happens for a reason. And the sooner you realize that, and the sooner you start looking forward to doing these things and getting them done, your confidence is going to continue to build promise you. I promise you. It's just like a new habit. You continue to do that. Make sure that you keep your room clean. If your room's always messy and you don't want to clean it, then just make it a new habit that every day I'm going to pick up two pieces of clothes that are sitting on the floor. Just break it down into chunks and really see it. But you have to take the responsibility for it. You got to think about what kind of example are you setting for other people? Maybe you're a mom, a dad, you know, you've got somebody that you're responsible for. You're a big brother, big sister, something like that. Set the example and show people what it means to take responsibility and to get these things done. I can't emphasize that enough. I hope you guys found value in this and I hope that you really take this to heart because when you start thinking about your legacy and you start thinking about the things that you've been putting off, when you start doing those and you start becoming successful, that momentum is just really super kick ass and you're just going to feel better about yourself and you're going to want to tackle more. I promise you. All right. So if you have any questions, of course, you can always email me, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. Hit me up, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com. Also head over to the website, ChristopherRausch.com and sign up to receive my newsletter. You'll get a free download. It's 160 tips for living your kick-ass life. It's really super cool. It's like life's little instruction book, but for kick-ass people, we just love your support. I really appreciate it. And if you're digging the podcast, go on iTunes and uh, write a review. I would love to see that. I'd really appreciate it. I'm not procrastinating more because I'm bringing this content to you. I'm bringing this value to you. All I ask in return is just help me out. I want to make sure that this becomes a movement. I want this unstoppable confidence movement to be happening so that we can create some momentum or create a change and a shift in people, not just sitting by and looking at their phones and letting life pass them by because ultimately one day you're going to have to deal with all the decisions you're making today. And I don't want you to have any regrets because regrets suck. You hear me? Regrets suck. Don't look back on your life and think, oh, I wish I would have done that. That was only so easy. Just do it. Just fucking do it. All right. I love you guys. Peace.